Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Dings with Kinks. Before we get started in tonight's episode, I want to remind everyone that we are in fact on that social media. Check us out at Dinks with Kinks on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We even have a live stream episode now every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash thedondero. Come check it out. I am one of your hosts, uh, John Dondero, and with me tonight, as always, the man who never leaves a dry eye in the house, Mr. Shep. I don't know. Dry eye in the house. Hmm. <laughs> I'll go with it. Good evening. Just go and with a it. Woman, Let's go with it. And a woman who could bring a grown man to tears, Miss Rebecca. And have. Good evening, everyone. How are y'all doing tonight? Doing great. Good. I'm wondering, though, is our media, is it more social or more media? Uh, Or is it well balanced? I I would say it's more social because, like I said, I use that. I use our social media to reach out to our audience and have them chat with us. I feel like we're very social. Mm -hmm. I'm just wondering because I always hear the words social media. I'm like, I wonder how social. Or media, that is. Hmm. I would say, I would say. Well, I mean, we have a podcast. That's our media. Yes, yes. And then our stream is media, but we are very big on keeping up with the community and talking with them. So, I would say yeah. it's it's a pretty big havesies. It's social media. I will say, and you do a doubly good job of it because of my lack thereof. So, nah, you you compensate for me as well. Good job, sir. To say. I will say that's why I have been loving our live streams because it is like a fully interactive chat with our audience. So if you guys like li- like to listen to this podcast, come come on the live stream and come talk and to us. We want to hear from you. Effort and work you put into this media, it just brings tears to my eyes. Mm. Oh no, guys! You know what we're talking about tonight? Did you? I didn't. This tonight, I, you know, I I'm always hesitant to say the word weird. This How is not a weird one. Well, this is tears are used as lubricant, maybe? I mean uh, maybe. I mean I have said I will use your tears as lubricant before. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It wasn't in a sexy way. It was uh I'm gonna kick your ass and then use your tears as lubricant uh to fuck your mom. Don't don't let them don't let them fool you. It was a sexy way with you. It was. It's always <laughs> a sexy way. Uh, no, today is, uh, this is a different one that I wasn't really, I, I wasn't aware, but then I've seen it all over the place. I just didn't know it was a fetish. And tonight's fetish is decryophilia. Huh. Yeah. It's actually a pretty popular one, the crying fetish. People who get off on the sounds and sight of somebody crying sobbing just pretty much ejaculating tears out of their eyes oh yep. mm-hmm. why let that squat on your moist brain oh man and you know everyone there are some lizards that are defensive and they literally squirt blood out of their tear ducts at their enemy to blind them Lovely. Nature facts. Well, I'm done for tonight. Good night, everybody. Uh, follow us <laughs> on my social media. No, I wasn't aware that this was even a fetish or a thing. I mean, I guess I should have known everything's a thing. 
But I didn't know it was, you know, as out there as it is. Did you guys know? No. Am I? I mean, I yeah. have had a lot of people enjoy watching me cry, but that's because they're soulless, heartless asshats, but not get off on watching me cry. <laughs> yeah. I think this, this comes like a very big difference. It's like, okay, I don't find evil joy in your tears, but for some reason that I cannot control the sound of sobbing. And you know, all I think is when I hear the word sobbing, I think of my ugly cry. <laughs> that, um, and that is the sound I make when I cry. Um, that it actually elicits sexual arousal, like uncontrolled sexual arousal. So in this case, what you're mm. saying that, um, for these types of people, saline is the solution. Mm -hmm. Definitely want to invest in clear eyes. Because uh, they're awesome. I, I can imagine make, wanting to make your partner watch like sad movies. Like if you had this fet fetish, but you were not a mean person, like you, you are not a sadistic person, you just have to find ways to get them to cry without actually doing something. She'd be like, do you want to watch The Notebook? We can watch the notebook I guess, together. I guess, though, it it makes sense with, you know, how they have the, all the sad videos on Facebook or on YouTube or, or TikTok where you, like, you go down the rabbit hole where it suggests more videos and it's like the sad, like heartfelt ones and and the ones of the human stories that, that, that they call it cry porn. Or the beginning yeah. of every Disney movie. Or, you know, <laughs> yeah. Simba. Anytime, Sarah, anytime Sarah McLaughlin is on camera talking about pets, waterworks. Stuff. I am sure Sarah McLaughlin is loving the fact that we are mentioning her on a fetish podcast. Mm. Yeah, she's, she's probably eating this up. She's probably an avid listener. <laughs> Sarah, if you're out there, probably. I, want you, I want you to know how much you've contributed to this fetish, probably. Yeah. Um, Congratulations. <laughs> Because I had to stop, like, the, when I was doing research, you know, you always have your initial thoughts that this is somebody, you know, you don't have a fetish for people crying, you're, you're a sadist. There's nothing wrong with that, that you are somebody who, I derive pleasure from the suffering of others, and it's not always the case. This is, this is a very bona fide fetish that's like, can either be caused by trauma uh, or just be hardwired. I don't know the origin of the fetish. I don't know where it could have come from. I'm stumped. And how do you find out that you have this fetish? I mean, I figured, uh, you know, the first time you see somebody sobbing and crying, you realize you're uh, incredibly aroused, and then you have to go answer some questions about yourself. You know, you ever heard the mm. phrase, I have the weirdest boner right now. <laughs> and I imagine that's how they discovered this fetish. It's almost like the um, catch line. If the tears make you tingle. Mm. Oh. <laughs> no, I didn't get there. I didn't get there. <laughs> uh, yeah, so as though it's like a lot of times this does run hand in hand with sadism. Uh, the more research I have done, it's not just that. It's sadness crying. Like, you know, 
Next time somebody wants to be your shoulder to cry on, think about it. Oh. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's uh, not necessarily. They don't want necessarily need to cause the crying. Because a lot of the people with this fetish, mm-hmm. it's just a standalone fetish. It's I don't want to cause you to cry. I want to be there when you do it. So, and my original thoughts was, yeah, it was a hundred percent a sadism thing. Yeah, and I can see this one well, being. I know very, some men who like watching the tears run down women's face <laughs> after they gag. Like they love watching like the mm-hmm. cry, like oh, they watch yeah. them cry after they gag. Like that's a thing. Yeah. They they like, but is that the same crying or is it humiliation crying? I honestly, I think, I think this is a twofer. I think this is a fetish where you can have both. I mean, get crying porn where you can get it. <laughs> True. I mean, honestly, yeah. True. Um, I have watched many a movie I don't give a shit about just because I know there's a kick-ass panio scene in it. Just saying. Any, get it where any you can find it. real housewives of something where they're confessing something and sobbing? <laughs> honestly, Yeah. Um, typically the way in porn, the best way you're going to find this stuff in actual hardcore porn, as I have found is painful anal. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It is actually a very common thing where they are almost a level of consensual non-consent, but it's not non-consent. They are mm-hmm. fine that it's happening. It's just making them cry, and they are just as into crying during it because it's painful, but they are enjoying it. So they're taking the so, dry road to Brown Town. Yeah, it didn't rain. It didn't rain on the way to Brown um, Brown Town. Um, and these are very popular videos, and I, you know, I'm sure most of them are absolutely faked and whatnot. So this is not me out there saying doing that, but. I think that's probably the most predominant place I have seen this, that and humiliation stuff. Now, the more research I do, the dicryophilia uh, and humiliation are not in the same category. It's just like, we can get a twofer here. Mm-hmm. It's the same when I do fetish films, I try to get as many fetishes as I can in one clip. Mm-hmm. So we show feet, we show pantyhose, we show shoes, we show butts, we show bondage, and just wrap as many as you can to build your audience. Easy now. I can only get so erect, sir. I know. Uh, but it's, it's to find that larger audience. So I kind of have Touch my as eyes many open. people as you can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Touch them with your hat yeah. penis. Happiness. Micropene happiness. Micropene happiness. I mean, there you go. No, honestly, it's a lot of the times uh, when I've done research, it's genderless. This fetish is a very genderless fetish. It doesn't necessarily have to be the sound of a woman. I mean, everyone will have their preference, but this is this is in the... Um, research I have done, this is very genderless fetish. It doesn't matter who's crying. 
And you well, don't have to be tears are genderless. Yeah. And it's not like genitalia where it's very specific. Like tears, mm -hmm. everyone has lubricated eyes. <laughs> it's sort of a requirement, sort of like air. <laughs> this podcast brought to you by Clear Eyes. We'll make you cry. <laughs> So, um, but when finding, when doing the research and all that, uh, mm -hmm. one of the biggest things that really strike me as funny is it's not just the act of like tears coming out of your face. It's not like my eyes are watering, mm -hmm. um, which is a funny story. When I got off my, one of my medications, uh, for my depression, it caused eye leakage. So I ah. would like, I would start tearing up like i would start crying without any other symptom my nose wouldn't run i wouldn't be like you know watery eyed it's just my eyes were producing so much saline and it was just like tears just pouring down my face and i am just talking like we are now i was at work <laughs> and they're like are you okay and i was like yeah why like, what you get in your eye i was like nothing why he's like dude you're crying i was like what it's well, the prettiest i've ever cried yeah. Oh, that's good. I have pretty crier. I am not a pretty crier. I'm an ugly crier. Same. <laughs> that's that's a thing. That is that's a very very big thing. Yes. So, uh, be careful next time you tell somebody you're an ugly crier. They may go home and masturbate to you. You hear it here for first, folks. Rebecca is an ugly crier <laughs> so <clears throat> hmm but um you know when we talk about this one it's easy to really focus in on all the negatives or bad scenarios that can you know invoke tears but i wonder if this can be equally effective with like happy tears or Tickling torture, crying, tickling so much oh, you start tickling. to cry. Some I'm of the other positive triggers. I'm absolutely. Well, I mean, I do try to bring it up. up. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I'm always up for you, Shep. Um, Shut up, baby. I know. That you are 100% correct. A lot of people with this fetish do enjoy tickle torture. Because, again, having to cryophilia doesn't necessarily mean you're a sadist. You don't want to cause pain to people. But uh, I know people who cry, ugly cry when they laugh. And it's a very happy, fun way to trigger this fetish and you know still be able to have a lot of fun. So you get a lot of people with dicryophilia who get into tickling. They have, no, they have no concern about the laughter. They have no concern about the act of tickling or the torture of it. They're just aiming for your tears. Um, and hope that I feel, you're not a witch. Like, let me see your saline. I feel like it people, it's, you know how like the some wicked witch in a story needs to collect the tears of a princess and like they're trying to make them cry or something like that. That's what I feel. I feel like list all the ways you can make somebody mm. cry to collect their tears. What was a show or commercial recently where a guy had a suitcase of tears? He was getting somebody to, to try them, so they would un, like taste the feelings 
in the tears. I have not seen that commercial. That sounds well, disturbing. Yeah. Here, drink these tears. You don't know where they came from, but here. Or like the, the, the tumblers that like you know some teachers have that say the tears of my students or, you know, or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I couldn't find a lot of like interviews or like talked with people who had this fetish. So again, if you have this fetish or know somebody, please reach out to us on social media. Like I bet with them, much like other um, closet uh, fetishes, this this one would be really hard for people to talk about. Because, I mean, mm-hmm. think about you and sometimes you felt anxi- 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 ah, anxiety or anxious anxiety. talking about mm-hmm. like, pantyhose of all things. Because, you know, they're very common and they're very accepted. Yet still, it can invoke anxiety talking about them. Actually, in whatever is interesting. Hmm? I was thinking the quicksand one because it's that's a hard sell. Like pantyhose, mm-hmm. it's already a part of lingerie. It's already in yeah. the category of sexy time. Like I have the quicksand fetish, the fetish, fetish, fetish? and I'm like that has fetish. That has nothing mm-hmm. to do with sex. What tongues are dancing tonight? I was like, how do you how do you explain that to somebody? I think I, I still think crying would be easier because no crying may be harder because no matter how you sound you're going to sound like a sadist. I get off yeah. See, two people that's, crying. That's how somebody... Which is gr- oh, sorry, sorry. Especially like, you know, the introvert type. It would be really hard to say this because you just know inside that people all would automatically think negative thoughts or that you have negative intentions. You want to hurt me? You want to see me cry? You yeah, asshole? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like she says. Do you think and, a lot of people... Okay. You've been through this, haven't you, Rebecca? Well, <laughs> uh, I just, it's also hard for some people to cry. Like, mm-hmm. crying is, crying is a very intimate thing. And maybe that's what's a, it about. Crying is such an intimate thing to do. It's not, and you're saying it's not just the tears. It's just, it's the sound. It's the act of crying. And that's an emotional thing and maybe that's what some people find arousing about it is that they this person feels vulnerable enough to cry in front of them or that that their partner is crying in front of them and that to them triggers vulnerability and that is what turns them on is not necessarily just oh they're crying it's the tears down the face but the emotional connection to the fetish and and that's where maybe the trauma or something comes into that where that person because cry how many people do you know that are like i haven't cried in years like how like how because they either don't want to cry or they have trouble expressing their emotions and so maybe people that have the crying fetish either have a problem or maybe a a uh, struggle with expressing their own emotions or just that they feel very, you know, sort of like a Dom does with a sub. The fact that this person feels comfortable enough to trust me enough to, to, to cry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, you may be very on to something right there. That is a good, um, good observation because yeah, it absolutely could be that. Like, when I saw a lot of this research, 
like I said, it was, you know, it was very linked to, like, sadism and whatnot, but they made a point to put out that it's not sadism. It is, you know, diacrylophilia. And you're right, it absolutely could just be the vulnerability. You feel safe enough to be able to cry around me. I think, you know what, I think you may have just sold me on how to explain somebody, explain this fetish to somebody. And, and I think with things like like crying, like that is like I look at it as as you know it's like oh how would you like I ask that question how do you find out like how do you know and maybe or why do they have that and sometimes you can't go to the root of it but maybe they were surrounded by people who didn't show emotion they were just very mm-hmm. hypothetically waspy people who were just perfect all the time and then but somebody cries in front of them and it's a very raw moment the same when a sub kneels in front of a dom and and surrenders themselves and that gives you that arousal it's the same when somebody cries in front of that person like oh they are comfortable they are so they are vulnerable it's the same vulnerability just in a different action yes no i think you're right i i think i think that Probably a good hand to it. And like I said, again, I really want our audience to reach out to us and kind of help us better understand. Uh, yes, and I think that's true. I think that's true with any paraphilia because it's definitely a paraphilia. This is like an object outside of sexual reign that derives sexual pleasure yes. from. And it gives you that, that, that special tingle when you're, when I see you release those emotional floodgates. Mm-hmm. But I, yeah, I, I kind of get behind that now, like it's that vulnerability and and stuff like that. Because, like I said, uh, I cry. I, I have no problem crying. Uh, I, I I cried yesterday, just for no reason, just ugly cried and just buried my face. It was a whole thing. But you know, it's important to do that. Like I'm one of those people who are like crying is a very clean slate situation mm-hmm. where you just there was no other reason that I just needed to cry and get it out of my system and i really love that and so yeah i really want to know more i want to know how this affects and like how do you approach a subject with your partner because that i I mean i could imagine it being a very difficult question just like uh shep said with being introverted or just being a kind individual like i know people who even if they're doms, could not bring themselves to do anything humiliating or degradating or even impact play. Like, you know, because a dom doesn't necessarily mean, oh, I'm going to slap your ass. I'm going to spank you and punish you. A dom, a dom doesn't mean sadist. Mm-hmm. A dom doesn't exactly. mean sadist. So, yeah, reach out to us. Tell us about this game. Give us the, the the good bits because there's not a lot out there, but I've seen this fetish in existence in porn. I wanna wanna see the things. I wanna know all the things. <laughs> I, have I wanna know more. Mostly seen the gagging porn. And a lot of men love the tears down the face when you gag. Mm-hmm. They very They wanna much see do. you gag to the point of tears. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> like I that I don't have I don't have a penis so I don't understand the whole gagging concept but 
Uh, I would imagine it's a uh, size issue. It's people who want to think they're good and big. Good, good and big. Is that is that the new gas station? Good and big. That's (laughs) come and go. Candy. That's the new. That's new generation candy. The good and plenty. Yeah. Yeah. Good and plenty. Good and big. (laughs) Good and big. Good and big. (laughs) Now available. Come and go. Oh yeah, there you yep, go. Yep. Good and big now available at Come and Go. But let's not th- let's not forget the other half of the equation in the scenario. So, <clears throat> for any of you that like to provide those tiers for your other half, and may have trouble struggling if you have those teary, dry eyes or anything else, look at actors in the world, because mm-hmm. the secret of that is sometimes. Having just a little piece of toilet paper in the corner of your eye to help the tears flow. <clears throat> hmm. Excuse me. Just you gotta wonder if if the if the actual oh, well, no tears... don't don't do it, John. <laughs> don't you do it? I knew what you were doing. Don't do it. <laughs> don't but do yeah, it. <laughs> you gotta imagine that you know sometimes the ones that want to provide the tears. I wonder if sometimes they have those troubles, dry dry ducts. Or just, Not just that. stimulate them. Well, what about a fed? Like, what about the opposite of that? Somebody who gets off being watched crying. Like, I want to cry for somebody. I wonder if that's a thing because I couldn't find any information about people who got off crying to people. But I imagine there's always a, another side to a fetish. There's always another side of the coin. If this is a fetish, is something that you enjoy, reach out to us. We, I could not find any information on the other half. I mean, if I'm shedding tears, and I'm I getting in on it. That's less. Um, mm-hmm. I will not waste nat- good natural lubricants. Nope, nope, never will. <laughs> Absolutely. Use your tears mm-hmm. to masturbate later. How <laughs> <laughs> um, about right, no? So, <laughs> let, 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 let's, let's do this. Is this something that you would do for your partner? Um, and it doesn't have to be like in any form, like. Uh, like I said, watching the notebook, being tickled until you cried, uh, just being a shoulder to cry when you're ready for that cry, or any spicy any food form. tears. Spicy food tears. Lots more spicy of tears. Mm. Yeah. No. 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 Mm. And and it, I I think for me because crying is a very personal thing. And I also, I think crying for me is not something, I I just, I don't want somebody, because I only cry, like I'm so very guarded about when I do cry in the, like that situation. It's not just like I'm a, I'm a free crier. I'm one of those people that I'm not a free crier. So I, to cry around somebody, I do not want somebody getting the pleasure out of me crying. Mm-hmm. Now I'm free, free crying, <laughs> free crying. So I, I, I think for me that would be a, like I don't enjoy watching people cry because I'm also a nurturer. So it's like I want to make yeah. it better. So no, I would not cry. I am. That would be something that they would need to make somebody else cry. <laughs> okay. Listen, you can step out on me when it's this. Yeah. Yeah. Go go find somebody. Um, because I did read a lot of that. It doesn't necessarily have to be the person they're with. 
Because you watch, you know, you can find loops of people crying, I'm sure. And there are people out you, there Mr. who are easy criers. I am just not one of those people. <laughs> Michelle, you're usually a dom, and uh, I... And usually pretty maintained about your emotions. Could you cry for your partner? Hmm. I don't. I don't think I could really help someone with this fetish. No. This is definitely something that's like it's not even so much don't want to, but also yeah may not be able to. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is not like you know something like well I can just wear this anybody can wear it it's easy I'll put it on I don't give a shit this is something where you have to actually do something I could not st I could not stand to see someone cry I will go to all ends of the earth to make sure someone doesn't cry now being the crier yeah I could I could probably do that I'd try it oh yeah. Back in medieval, medieval days, I could see you being the official town crier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh my god. <laughs> no, no, no. The shepherd's fine. You guys want to know the movie that triggers me the most? Click with Adam Sandler. Still haven't really? seen it. Somebody who who works so much, and like will for you know kind of drop the ball on personal stuff. Watching that movie and having two kids. At the end of that movie, I was just ugly crying and if i need a good ugly cry i will watch that movie and it's uh it's not even that good of a movie but just that plot line of the, he missed his whole life and missed all that time and i'm like <gasps> now i don't think i would derive any pleasure from this other than the emotional health of getting a cry out of my system but i think i would be willing to try if someone wanted to masturbate to my um, to my tears I don't know if I could cry during sex without giggling I don't think you could get I don't think I could be, achieve erection and ugly cry at the <laughs> same time but you know what those are goals we could try it let's do it you know goals is going to be have the ugly cry tears of John in those small little dropper bottles as merchandise on our store soon mm -hmm. there we we'll go. sell my tears in the merch I would do and, it I would sell my tears and each series will have its own source like these are the notebook tears. Or these yeah, are the click tears. Actually, the notebook doesn't make me cry at all. I am I, oh. I feel that. I, I, the movie wasn't bad. I just it doesn't it doesn't hit me in the same that. Does the never any story make you cry? No. Hmm. Ooh, I've got a fun story to tell <laughs> you about this after we're done recording that the audience cannot hear. Uh, <laughs> Way to tease me. Incidentally. Now. About tease me. I know. I I ruined them everybody. But with that said, it's time to spin the wheel. You guys ready? Always Never. ready. Good deal. <laughs> You're the yin yang here. Always and never. I don't like well, that face. <laughs> we have talked about uh, maybe you stalled out on having to have fluids it coming to us. out. Of, we spent tonight's episode talking about all the fluid that comes out of your face when you're crying. Next week, let's talk about a little bit more fluid coming out in a very violent motion in a very lower area. Uh, I don't want to um, squirt past an issue. I mean, uh, scooch by an issue, but uh, this is a phenomenon that I have just recently discovered the past year. 
I mean, I knew it has always been a thing, but I have never experienced squirting. it until this year. Squirting. Squirting. Yeah. Squirting. Um, is it just pee? Do we find out? Next week, we'll tell you all about it. Uh, but you gotta, you got to tune in, because I learned. Mm. I learned a lot about this. I'm ready to go. We could record Put on the furniture right covers. Now. We're going to go for a slip and slide. Oh, yeah. Lay down the towels. It's about to get wet. It's actually growing in popularity here lately. It really has. Um, Especially in the dry season. So, uh, I want to remind everyone to follow us on that social media. Reach out. Talk to us, especially about this subject. Any subject that we're kind of like we couldn't find a lot of information on. If this is your thing, please tell us. Tell us what we were missing. Tell us just everything. I will happily talk to anybody about anything, especially about an episode. Help us Uh, keep the media social. mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's at Dinks with Kinks uh, on Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. Uh, Twitter is usually the best way to reach out to us. I would say that's the best way to message us. That's, I think that tweet, we get tweet, you little twits. Tweet, tweet. From Twitter. And that being said, if you want to watch us live uh, every Friday night at 10 p.m. Eastern at twitch.tv slash Dondero. DWK Live. Well, last night we talked about kink at convention. It was a lot of fun. I am your host, John Dondero, and with me, a man who uh, you never need to lay down a towel for because he's already prepared and got it down for you, Mr. <laughs> Shep. Oh, Jesus. Till next time. <laughs> and, a, and a woman who may or may not need a towel. We don't know. We'll find out next week, Miss Rebecca. <laughs> Good evening. Good night, everybody. <laughs>